Hi, I'm Eric, and this is Listen to Sleep, quiet stories and meditations to help you find a little peace at bedtime or anytime. Joe's mom came out to visit this week, so Bodie and I went out to the coast to see her. We had some long chats over coffee in the morning and relaxing walks by the ocean in the afternoon. It was really great to get to see Deb and spend some quality time together. Coming up this week, I have got another original story for you one that I wrote myself. These stories I'm going to do once a month, and they're stories about life here on the mountain, our life, as well as that of some of the animals. And there'll be some fiction, some fact, and maybe even a little fantasy woven in. It's something I've wanted to do ever since I started Listen to Sleep, Uh, in 2019. I was just too afraid to write my own stuff back then, and I've decided I'm not going to let that fear get the best of me anymore. I'm really excited to share some more of these stories with you. They're all called Listen to Sleep Mountain, and I'll be reading each story twice when I do these, once at my normal pace, and then once again, a bit slower. And this is something I got from Catherine Nikolai, who does her original stories about the village of nothing much in her awesome bedtime story podcast, Nothing Much Happens. She's been an inspiration and a friend to me. And if you haven't heard Nothing Much Happens, I highly recommend it. She's also got a great book that she published of her stories. I want to thank Brandy, Crystal, Cindy, Alex, Denise, Rhea, and Emily for supporting Listen to Sleep by subscribing to the ad-free version of the podcast this week. Your support is what allows me to be your bedtime storyteller and meditation guide. We have close to 600 supporters now, 579 as I record this. For the past six months or so, about the same amount of people have been joining as have been leaving every month, so it stayed pretty much the same. If you could help me change that, I sure would appreciate it. When you support the podcast for $5 a month, you'll get every episode without any ads a day earlier, along with an extra subscriber-only episode every week. And that subscriber-only episode is a chapter or two from a longer book that I read serially. The week before last, we just finished up Black Beauty, And now we're starting Around the World in 80 Days. It's really good. You can join on the website at listentosleep.com or by clicking the link in the show notes. In this week's original story, I'll share a little of the peace and quiet of a typical autumn morning here on the mountain. 
Let's take a deep breath. In through the nose. And out through the mouth. Just letting go of the day. Feeling the weight of gravity pulling you deep down into the mattress. Another deep breath in. And out. Nothing to do. Nowhere to go. No one to be. This is your time. Quiet time. One more deep breath in with me. And out. If you get tired while I'm telling your story, that's okay. Just let yourself drift off. Autumn Morning Dreams it was 4.30 in the morning at my cabin on Sleep Mountain. I had just awoken from a pleasant dream. In it, I was with my dog, Bodie, and one of my best friends. We were at an apartment I'd never been to, enjoying a small gathering with people I didn't know. It was dark outside, and my friend and I decided to take Bodie for a walk. As we left, it began to snow. Large flakes were falling gently, illuminated by the streetlights as we walked through this quiet city of my dreams. The cabin windows were open to the chilly night air, and the gentle sounds of the creek. But even the crickets were sleeping. It was autumn, but in this place, there was still no sign of rain or snow. I laid in bed, drifting back and forth between these two worlds for a bit, before it was time to get up and go downstairs to see the boys. Bandit, a small cattle dog mix who is normally the constant companion of one of my neighbors and best friends, was staying with us while his dad was away on a work trip. For years, we've been Bandit's second home, and Bodie has been his closest cousin and favorite playmate. As I turned on the light, I could hear a loud yawn coming from Bandit's favorite chair downstairs. I put a sheet over the bed to catch the burrs and fur that Ninja always leaves behind him during the day, when my bed becomes his. Ninja is a black cat, who along with his sister Ashi, stole our hearts one afternoon in April nine years ago at the San Francisco SPCA. He is a basically nocturnal fellow, 
who leaves each night at my bedtime and returns to the porch each morning just before dawn. After a quick stop at his food bowl, he curls up near the pillows on my bed and sleeps away the day. I lit the stove and put on the kettle while I took Bodie and Bandit outside. We all found a good spot to pee, and then Bandit and I headed back inside to pour the boiling water into the French press. I always grind the coffee at night before brushing my teeth. For the twenty minutes it takes to get a good, dark steep, we head out onto the back porch just to sit and listen. I take the chair near the creek. Bandit takes the chair near the door. And Bodie keeps watch by the edge of the porch. This time of day is so still. No planes, nothing in the sky but the full moon and brightest stars. The entire canyon is revealed in a faint blue light. It feels like being the first to arrive at a theater before the show starts, the stage empty and the set barely visible. The only sounds were the gentle trickling flow of the creek, the occasional croaking frog, and the morning calls of the pygmy owls. Falling acorns randomly punctuate the silence. Hitting the deck, they make a loud smack with a few short following bounces. When they land in the leaves, Bodhi occasionally mistakes them for the footfalls of deer or some other perceived intruder, and they are followed by a bark, or sometimes just a low, warning growl. He is a born defender. Back inside the cabin, the smell of steeping coffee had filled the air. With just the weight of my hand on the press, I slowly let it sink to the bottom and then filled my cup. As I opened the fridge door for the milk, there was Bandit's face in the light, expectant and wondering if it was breakfast time. Was I getting the can of food? He is a born companion, always close by. Every time a door opens, he makes sure he is there, always eager to remain on the side that I'm on. Ever cautious not to exit before me, always stopping for a gentle request to follow as I return inside. If, by chance, he is left outside, always sitting by the door and watching me through the glass until we are reunited once more. But it wasn't time for breakfast just yet. We'd eat together in another hour. So with my cup of coffee, we headed back outside to our chairs on the porch 
the first sips bringing warmth, and the first stirrings of thoughts of the day ahead. Joe would be arriving around dinner time, and I had a full day ahead to write, record the story you're listening to now, and then clean the cabin. There was some time set aside for community and inspiration in the form of a couple video calls with mentors and collaborators. A few more sips, and it was time to meditate. A quiet hour to take in the sound of the creek, just appreciating nature's white noise and how it blends with the ringing in my ears to create a symphony of peace. Just letting what is be as it is. A time for acceptance, for noticing the contents of a world that is dreaming me. As the eastern sky began to take on shades of yellow and light blue, I got up to refill my cup, and at last, Bandit's Bowl. As I scoop the kibble from the container, I always give one nugget to Bandit for being such a good boy. A big stretch and another loud yawn, and he was ready for me to put the bowl down on his spot. Every morning, as he begins to eat, the noise brings Bodhi to the door. At this time of day, it's still too dark for me to see Bodhi through the glass, but I know he's there, waiting. I grab a biscuit from the box and crack the door open to hand it to him. Ears back and tail wagging, he trots off to lay down on the porch and enjoy his breakfast cookie. Bandit has made short work of his breakfast and hops up on his favorite chair for his first nap of the day. I made a breakfast of some yogurt, granola, and blueberries and sat down at the kitchen table to enjoy my YouTube time while I ate breakfast and finished my second cup of coffee. This time that I spend with my teachers, inspiring storytellers, and the occasional tech reviewer is my gentle landing into the world of people and things. After breakfast, I walked back out on the porch and saw that the first flock of band-tailed pigeons had arrived on the mountain for a stop on their fall migration. Bodhi had started barking at some crows. The dreams of the night seem to merge with the dreams of the day. I drift from watcher and listener to creator and writer as I put my empty bowl into the wash tub on the counter and poured the last bit of coffee into my cup, it was time to sit back down to write the story of this beautiful autumn morning that started with a dream.
was 4.30 in the morning at my cabin on Sleep Mountain. I had just awoken from a pleasant dream. In it, I was with my dog, Bodie, and one of my best friends. We were at an apartment I'd never been to, enjoying a small gathering with people I didn't know. It was dark outside, and my friend and I decided to take Bodie for a walk. As we left, it began to snow. Large flakes were falling gently, illuminated by the streetlights as we walked through this quiet city of my dreams. The cabin windows were open to the chilly night air and the gentle sounds of the creek. But even the crickets were sleeping. It was autumn, but in this place there was still no sign of rain or snow. I laid in bed, drifting back and forth between these two worlds for a bit before it was time to get up and go downstairs to see the boys. Bandit, a small cattle dog mix who is normally the constant companion of one of my neighbors and best friends, was staying with us while his dad was away on a work trip. For years, we've been Bandit's second home, and Bodie has been his closest cousin and favorite playmate. As I turned on the light, I could hear a loud yawn coming from Bandit's favorite chair downstairs. I put a sheet over my bed to catch the burrs and fur that Ninja always leaves behind him during the day, when my bed becomes his. Ninja is a black cat, who along with his sister Ashi stole our hearts one afternoon in April, nine years ago, at the San Francisco SPCA. He is basically a nocturnal fellow who leaves each night at my bedtime and returns to the porch each morning just before dawn. After a quick stop at his food bowl, he curls up near the pillows on my bed and sleeps away the day. I lit the stove and put on the kettle while I took Bodie and Bandit outside. We all found a good spot to pee, and then Bandit and I headed back inside to pour the boiling water into the French press. I always grind the coffee at night before brushing my teeth. 
For the 20 minutes it takes to get a good dark steep, we head out onto the porch just to sit and listen. I take the chair near the creek. Bandit takes the chair near the door, and Bodhi keeps watch by the edge of the porch. This time of day is so still. No planes, nothing in the sky but the full moon and the brightest stars. The entire canyon is revealed in a faint blue light. It feels like being the first to arrive at a theater before the show starts. The stage empty and the set barely visible. The only sounds are the gentle trickling flow of the creek, the occasional croaking frog, and the morning calls of the pygmy owls. Falling acorns randomly punctuate the silence. Hitting the deck, they make a loud smack with a few short following bounces. When they land in the leaves, Bodhi occasionally mistakes them for the footfalls of a deer or some other perceived intruder, and they are followed by a bark, or sometimes just a low, warning growl. He is a born defender. Back inside the cabin, the smell of steeping coffee had filled the air. With just the weight of my hand on the press, I slowly let it sink to the bottom and then filled my cup. As I opened the fridge door for the milk, there was Bandit's face in the light, expectant and wondering if it was breakfast time. Was I getting the can of food? He is a born companion, always close by. Every time a door opens, he makes sure he is there, always eager to remain on the side that I'm on, ever cautious not to exit before me, always stopping for a gentle request to follow as I return inside. If by chance he is left outside, always sitting by the door and watching me through the glass until we are reunited once more. But it wasn't time for breakfast just yet. We'd eat together in another hour. So, with my cup of coffee, we headed back outside to our chairs on the porch. The first sips bringing warmth and the first stirrings of thoughts of the day ahead 
Joe would be arriving around dinner time, and I had a full day ahead to write, record the story you're listening to now, and then clean the cabin. There was some time set aside for community and inspiration in the form of a couple of video calls with mentors and collaborators. A few more sips, and it was time to meditate. A quiet hour to take in the sound of the creek, just appreciating nature's white noise and how it blends with the ringing in my ears to create a symphony of peace. Just letting what is be as it is. A time for acceptance, for noticing the contents of a world that is dreaming me. As the eastern sky began to take on shades of yellow and light blue, I got up to refill my cup and, at last, Bandit's bowl. As I scoop the kibble from the container, I always give one nugget to Bandit for being such a good boy. A big stretch and another loud yawn, and he was ready for me to put the bowl down on his spot. Every morning, as he begins to eat, the noise brings Bodie to the door. At this time of day, it's still too dark for me to see Bodie through the glass. But I know he's there, waiting. I grab a biscuit from the box and crack the door open to hand it to him. Years back and tail wagging, he trots off to lay down on the porch and enjoy his breakfast cookie. Bandit has made short work of his breakfast and hops up on his favorite chair for his first nap of the day. I made a breakfast of some yogurt, granola, and blueberries and sat down at the kitchen table to enjoy my YouTube time while I ate breakfast and finished my second cup of coffee. This time that I spend with my teachers, inspiring storytellers, and the occasional tech reviewer is my gentle landing into the world of people and things. After breakfast, I walked back out on the porch and saw that the first flock of band-tailed pigeons had arrived on the mountain for a stop on their fall migration. Bodie started barking at some crows. The dreams of the night seemed to merge with the dreams of the day. I drift from watcher and listener to creator and writer. As I put my empty bowl into the wash tub on the counter and poured the last bit of coffee 
into my cup. It was time to sit back down to write the story of this beautiful autumn morning that started with a dream. <laughs>